there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, VEASAN's preferred horse racing app. Use code HORSE200 for the $10. Plus, get a 100% match on the first deposit, up to $200. Wagering in more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks. First Bet app, easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. Details at VEASAN.com slash horses. Sign up now. All right, let's begin this hour talking some college football, professional Sports better and college football handicapper Brad Powers joins the program. Uh, Brad, good morning. Uh, thanks for the time as always. Let's begin with this uh, LSU game on the road against Arkansas. Uh, tell us how you approached this game uh, in the summertime, what numbers were available back then, and your level of, uh, I don't know, maybe concern with the letdown here with LSU coming into this game after that uh, huge win against Bama at home last week. Yeah, first off, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me as always. Uh, when it came to this game in the summer, you know, one specific book, the, the Westgate, was a little bit lower on LSU than I was. And keep in mind, I bet LSU under their season win total. I wasn't buying LSU in year one under Brian Kelly, but I thought LSU was significantly uh, downgraded in, in their power ratings, like off five, six points. So I was able to not only bet plus eight against Arkansas, but I also have like a plus 14 and a half ticket coming up here in a couple of weeks against Texas A&M. So oh. that was just me disagreeing with uh, one particular sports book about LSU. However, flip forward to now, obviously big, big time line movement now uh, with LSU now being, you know, in some spots up to a four point favorite. 
I am more on the Arkansas side because I do think there's a letdown for, for LSU. How could there not be? I mean, that was one of the biggest wins they've had in years, you know, with the exception of their national title mm-hmm. season uh, in 2019. And on top of it, you know, it's a buy low spot for, for Arkansas off a, a outright upset loss as a two touchdown favorite against Liberty. My only caveat is this, though. I'm hearing whispers that K.J. Jefferson, the outstanding quarterback for Arkansas, has a shoulder issue. He's not 100%. Not saying he's going to play, but he's just not, you know, what he was earlier in the season. So because of that news, will you try to get a middle here and take if you can find if you can get that four with Arkansas, or does that news scare you away and you're going to just be like, you know what, I'm happy with my plus eight on LSU? No, three and a half, four, worth a bet. Okay, keep in mind, I, I bet a lot, so yeah. uh, to me that that's worth a bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't anticipate it getting any higher than three and a half or four. All right, this is uh, uncharted territory for Nick Saban in Alabama. Rarely yep. do you see them. They're all but out of it here. Need a miracle just to get in the SEC title game. How do you think Alabama responds against Old Miss? And Kiffin has done well, at least offensively, uh, except uh, last year. But uh, against Saban, what do you think here? So typically, I mean, it's an auto bet. You know, let's take Nick Saban off a loss. He's covered eight in a row. Average cover margins, 11 points per game. But this is the first time since 2010, I mean, 12 years ago, that they got multiple losses before the Auburn game. So I mean, uncharted territory. I, I'm not sure how they're going to handle it. And, and here's what I do know. They haven't handled the road very well at all the yeah. last two years. I and mean, yeah, we all talk about, hey, I need sample size. I need more data points. I mean, how many data points do you need with, with this Alabama team on the road? They, do, they come up short time and time again, especially against relatively good competition. Obviously, Ole Miss is that. Ole Miss is, uh, you know, off a of bye. I, another thing, I think a lot of these programs now are starting to smell a little bit of blood in the water with Alabama. I don't think that intimidation factor is there what it was even two, three years ago. So, you know, I lean towards Ole Miss. I do think matchup-wise there's some significant advantages for Alabama that keeps me from, you know, running in the window and betting Ole Miss. And plus, number no, kind of in a dead spot. I mean, I would prefer, obviously, 14 if I'm going to be running the window and betting Ole Miss. Yeah, well, plus there's also, the, I mean, the dream crusher angle, like you said, yep. first time with two losses before the Auburn game since 2010. Kids don't go to Alabama to play in the Outback Bowl. They go to make a playoff mm-hmm. and win a national championship. And so, and quite, by the way, what you were saying, not good is maybe Alabama's not good enough this year to be laying 11.5 against a team like Ole Miss. Excellent point. I mean, I, I think sometimes these point spreads that we see in Alabama games, it's more on, you know, the respect given to Nick Saban and what the Alabama program has been for 10, 12 years, not necessarily how good this year's team is. I'm going to tweet this out later. Like, if people think, oh, you're overreacting to dynasties over, you're overreacting to, you know, a couple of games this year that they, that they lost coin flip games against Tennessee and LSU on the road. I can name 10 games in the last two years where Alabama – has come up short of expectations, big games. I'm not talking about Utah State or Southern Miss mm-hmm. or, or New Mexico State. I'm talking big-time opponents, Alabama coming up short by double digits per game against the spread. And, uh, yeah, I, they don't have the wide receiver core that they did just a couple of years ago, offensive line issues. And particularly, I don't think the offensive coat play calling uh, from Bill O'Brien is anywhere near what it was under Steve Sarkeesian or Lane Kiffin. All right, fair point. Very good. How about TCU and Texas? The top five team catching all these points. You've mentioned how high your power rating's been on Texas. Uh, what do you think of this matchup? I like Texas. like Texas quite a bit here. Uh, I have obviously went against TCU a few times. <laughs> obviously, have come up short. But 
I, if I had to redo and make those bets again, I would. Maybe even bet more. This is a team that, obviously, it's well-known. Very fortunate. But, I mean, I'm talking extremely fortunate when it comes to the second half of games facing backup quarterbacks. I mean, how many do you need? <laughs> Oklahoma, yeah. Kansas, Kansas State. Hell, even last week, Texas Tech is beating them. Baron Morton's a really good quarterback. I liked what I saw from him going all the way back to the spring game. He gets hurt. And then they have to bring in Tyler Shuck, who hasn't played, I mean, since the start of the season. He's rusty. He doesn't even look 100% healthy. And TCU, you know, makes that furious comeback and somehow covers a point spread uh, in that one. Texas, to me, if they play their A game, we see it a lot of times in the first half of games, not necessarily in the second half of games with Texas. But if they play their complete game, I think they actually win this one and win this one with a lot of margin. So I like, I'm hooked them uh, this week. I like Texas. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa in the Sports Betting Network. Brad Powers, our guest, college football expert, pro better. Brad Powers 7 on Twitter, bradpowersports.com. Do, uh, do, you, do you think Oregon's just going to go up and down the field against Washington? And also, do you think it'll fly over? I mean, it's a lot of points. I mean, the, the, the total's already in the low 70s, but I'm here to tell you, I don't see a lot of defensive stops on, on either side, but particularly on the Washington side. Now, there might be some metrics out there that say, ah, they're okay Washington defensively. I'm here to tell you they're not really. Uh, and they obviously have not faced an offense like what Oregon's been, particularly after mm-hmm. the Georgia game where, I mean, you can make case this might be the best offense in college football since the Georgia game. I mean, they're averaging 48 points per game since that one and 550 yards per game. And, you know, Washington, when they've had to step up, when they faced the, the, the two best Pac-12 offenses they've seen, Arizona and UCLA, uh, went up and down the field. Yep. Uh, so I expect the yeah. same here at Oregon. I'd lean Oregon minus the points, and that's the case. Certainly, you, you got to lean over. So we expect TCU to lose at some point, and it might be Saturday. But based on what's happened against Oregon and now Tennessee, what would you need in a semifinal game if they played tomorrow? If Georgia's playing Oregon, USC, or TCU, what would you need to take the dog? Well, I think differently of both teams. So first okay. of all, I'll start with TCU. Probably need like 18 and a half on TCU. So significant point spread. That's right up there with one of the bigger point spreads we've ever seen in the semifinals. So Georgia, 18 and a half over TCU. And then Oregon, I, I would probably need 14 and a half. I think my pure dead power rating is 14. So 14 and a half is what I need on the Ducks. Now, people are going to say, well, I mean, the, the, the point spread in the opener was like close to 17 and Georgia killed them. Well, obviously, a point or two of that was because it was played in Atlanta. And look, I've upgraded Georgia since the start of the season, but I've upgraded Oregon significantly since that first game. Sure. Where are you at with USC? Uh, I would be more in the right dead in the middle between TCU and Oregon, so I'd be in that 16 range. Uh, To be determined, I'm not sure that SC (laughs) beats UCLA, and I'm not sure, I mean, Look, I'm yeah. always a chicken little sky is falling against, you know, with Notre Dame because I'm a fan, but I think <laughs> Notre Dame matches up well with them. I think Notre Dame's going to pound them at the line of scrimmage. Interesting. Okay. okay. And, I, and I know it was 50-mile-per-hour wins, but, and, and, but, but again, how Georgia was so impressive against Tennessee. What would you make Georgia-Ohio State on a neutral? Uh, I'm still, you know, less than a field goal, believe it or not, and probably that in the two range. Uh, I still... <laughs> you know what? I I know they got a type of team that isn't necessarily, I guess, built for November Big Ten Big Ten weather. But I mean, you're not gonna have to worry about that in the semifinal if you're playing in a dome. I mean, I I like the Buckeyes athletes on both sides of the ball. 
Okay, so I actually thought that there was a small chance that game day could be in New Orleans this week for Tulane in uh, Central Florida. Should be. I mean, who's yeah. making those decisions for game day the last three, four years? It's been abysmal. Yeah, I thought they probably should have been there as well over Texas and TCU yeah. this week. And then look at this now. The, I mean, 8-1 and one, Tulane, 7-2 and two Central Florida. Tulane, as we speak, lane a point and a half. Uh, I've heard a lot of people make the case for Central Florida. To me, it makes some sense. Uh, what, what say you with this matchup? Yeah, I like Central Florida. So I, I think, yeah, obviously, Tulane's number one in the country. They're 8-1 and one against the spread as yep. far as covering yep. point spreads. So I think at this point in the season, you're probably paying a little bit of a premium. That's why that line, uh, you know, the Tulane, a uh, little bit of a favorite there. With that being said, you dive into the matchups, you dive into the stats, and obviously got a lot more data points than what you had in September. And the reality is yards per play margin, yards per game margin, points per game margin, strength of schedule, all says that UCF is a superior team. The other point of emphasis as far as giving value here, you know, oh, we got to downgrade UCF because, you know, John Rice Plumlee might not play. Well, I'm here to tell you, I'm, I'm kind of of the opinion that I hope he doesn't play because, you know, he's a higher variance. I mean, he turns the football over. Mikey mm-hmm. Keene doesn't. Mikey Keene was last year's starter. Uh, they thought the season was over when Dylan Gabriel went out, mm-hmm. and he led him to nine wins, including a bowl win over Florida. He's kind of steadied the shift. They beat Cincinnati. They went on the road and beat Memphis last week. He doesn't turn the football over. He's a better passer than Plumlee. I think ideally I'd like to see Plumlee play a little bit, give him a quarterback run game a little bit, but Mikey Keene being the quarterback is fine with me. UCF wins outright. Wow, all valid points. Very good. Uh, we're going to continue with Brad Powers coming up next, professional sports better, great uh, college football handicapper. Uh, brought up Notre Dame th- there for a second. Um, what does he make of that number this week against Navy? Is OU too big of a favorite in Morgantown? And uh, other current numbers he likes on the board. And if he had to make a bet today for the Heisman, which player would that be on? Coming up here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. 
It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with the Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at 5,000 in weekly prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em to join the action. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment. 21 and over, please drink responsibly. DraftKings.com for details. Double shot of Brad Powers. This has a great newsletter. Fantastic on college football. Brad Powers 7 on Twitter, BradPowerSports.com. In your newsletter, you made the case for Michigan, I think the over, because of uh, Harbaugh can be a bully here. Uh, with only three games left in this playoff talking, how important do you think style points are now? It's an excellent question. Uh, not, I don't think it's necessarily that important. I mean, back in the BCS day, and I know I'm dating myself, when, when you know average margin of victory did come into yeah. play with the computers, it meant more, in my opinion. You, you were fighting for two spots instead of four. Uh, it, it doesn't necessarily matter, uh, I think, generally speaking. I just think Harbaugh, I mean, we've seen it. I mean, against Michigan State, obviously, he's throwing and, and trying to get margin there. Uh, we've seen him. Now, they haven't been a great over team this year. But historically, going even back to his Stanford days, coming into this season, Harbaugh was the number one over coach. If you're just betting totals in college football, and a lot of it's he's not afraid to, to, to pound you in submission in those fourth quarters. Mm -hmm. He runs up scores. Yep. Yeah. Key injuries. Uh, tough news with Coastal Carolina. Their star quarterback, McCall's out three to six. Nine point move? What is McCall worth? I don't think he's worth nine. I, I think he's more in the six or seven point range. Uh, Circa opened 14 now to begin with. I thought that was a couple points to at least a couple points too high. Someone beat me to it. I, I took 12 and a half, uh, not, not only because my numbers said so, but also, I mean, I watched the game last week. It was, uh, you know, one of those isolated Thursday games against App State, and he was banged up. With that being said, they do have a very experienced backup. Carpenter has played and started a significant number of games throughout the years because McCall gets banged up, it seems like, every year. So, look, he can't throw the football. Carpenter, I'm talking about the backup. But he's a, he's a pretty good runner, so um, I don't think it's a nine specifically a nine point downgrade. It's more in the six seven point range. But with that being said, 
You know, I'm not running to bet either side right now. I think okay. fives are very fair number. Well, okay. let's let's back up a ways back to when we started the season, right? Florida State beat LSU, and, and now you, you really like Florida State this week. But how? What do you think of Florida State's power rating right now, and how how well they're playing, or what they're what they're, how good they are overall? Yeah. So I mean, I have them a borderline top ten team. I would favor Florida State over TCU. The, the, the number four unbeaten Horned Frogs, I would take a three-loss Florida State team. Not a three-loss, just a three-loss Texas team, a three-loss Florida State team over them wow. on a neutral. I mean, look, diving in the metrics. I mean, this is a Florida State team that's, you know, number six in the country in yards per play margin. They're explosive. They probably should have won the NC State game. I and mean, obviously, Jordan mm-hmm. Travis had a total meltdown throwing a pair of picks in the fourth quarter, including that last one was unbelievable. Uh, the Clemson game got away from them in the final two minutes of the first half and the first two minutes of the second half. Otherwise, I thought they outplayed Clemson a majority of that game. Uh, but in this particular game, here's why I like Florida State. Not only do I think they're underrated and they're borderline top 10 team, but I think Syracuse is out of gas. I mean, they this will be the fifth straight top 40 caliber opponent they're playing. They have multiple defensive starters out for the season. Their quarterback, Garrett Schrader, I mean, I'm going to use Dino Baver's words. He says that they are sensitive to his injury. So that's either, says to me, concussion or, or maybe a yeah. groin injury there. And I'm not sure that he plays this week. And if he doesn't, I think the Knolls go in there uh, to the Dome and they get significant margin. Okay, so you're not right now at seven in most spots. If you miss the six and a half or even, you know, around six, are you still okay with laying the seven? Yeah, still lay seven. Yep. Okay. Uh, I know where you're going to go with this Notre Dame-Navy matchup. Uh, we talked about this with you, I think, last week as well. Um so it was around 17 and a half. I'm guessing that you grab Navy plus those points. What do you do this morning when it's uh, 15 and a half, 16? Yeah, I'd still lean Navy. Uh, somebody got 19. I mean, I, oh. it's tough. I say I get all these numbers, and a lot of people get better, even better numbers than me, and I'm trying to make 50 bets in 10 minutes on Sunday, and I'm still not getting everything. But <laughs> that being said, I mean, there's two things. Obviously, letdown factor for Notre Dame. Uh, second thing is Notre Dame hasn't handled a favorite role uh, <laughs> too well this year, to say the least. Didn't cover against Cal, lost outright against Marshall, lost outright against Stanford. Uh, so they, they, they didn't cover against UNLV when they should have. So that would say, give me Navy. And thirdly, total says take Navy. Are you kidding me? I mean, the weather might be a little dicey with mm-hmm. the, the storm moving up the, the East Coast there. I mean, the total is 39 and a half. So when points, and there's going to be some suppressed scoring to begin with, I'm going to take the dog here and take Navy plus 15 and a half. You think Oklahoma is laying too many points in Morgantown? Uh, I'm looking at the board right now, eight, eight, uh, eight and a half uh, out there right now on the Sooners. Yeah, I mean, from a pure power ratings perspective, certainly. I bet West Virginia, just pure power ratings play. I mean, the worry is, I mean, is Neil Brown on the hot seat? I mean, is he done? Because that was not a good performance last week against Iowa State losing by 17. That would be my only concern there, but certainly lean West Virginia. You like Rutgers over Michigan State? Oh, I do. I mean, Rutgers got the much better defense. I mean, their metrics, yards per play, yards per games, but you know, actually better than Michigan State. And I'm catching nine and a half now, so obviously it's not ten. So I don't love it as much. But you know, I think the market. Oh, Michigan State's fine. Well, I mean, I get it. They pulled that stunning outright upset against Illinois last week, but they were outgained by 150 yards. So I didn't upgrade Michigan State that much from that performance. Okay. You can grab more than 17 and a half right now with La Tech on the road against uh, Texas San Antonio. Is, is that intriguing to you? It is because, I mean, UTSA's off a couple of close games, especially last week, the overtime game against UAB. Maybe a little bit of a flat spot for them. 
But more importantly, I mean, I, I got a Louisiana Tech offense that's going to be throwing all game. I think the back door is wide open there with their offense. Okay. And final game, New Mexico plus the points against the Air Force? Yeah, Rocky Long versus the, 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 the option. Yep. But Air Force off their first commander-in-chief trophy win in mm. six years for them. Total is extremely low. And Air Force has been terrible, again, as a favorite this year. They've been favored in every game. They lost. They got three outright losses and a losing ATS record. And one quick thing. I mean, have you seen these New Mexico games in the final moments? Pick six against UNLV went against them. Pick six against Wyoming went against them. Last week, if you bet New, New Mexico like I did, a fumble, long fumble return touchdown went against them with three minutes left. So they're a little bit better than those final scores indicate. Okay, yeah, those are fun to lose like that. Yeah, lay, by the way, oh, lane, a lot of fun. <laughs> lane 21 and a half, and the total is 37. There you go. Um, if you, you, we, again, we talked with you last week. You have Hennon Hooker 80 to 1 to win the Heisman. Not a great performance for him last week, but Stroud, I mean, come on. Um, if you had to make a bet this morning to win the Heisman, who would it be on? I still think C.J. Stroud it deserves to be the favorite. I think they beat Michigan. I think a lot of people watch that game. So if he performs well. Hell, he even performed well in the snow last year against Michigan. Just, you know, they lost the game and people, you know, decided not to vote him for the Heisman. So I think he, you know, rebounds from the performance Saturday. If they beat Michigan, he passes as well as I think he will. He'll win the Heisman. So C.J. Stroud for me. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, look, I want to sit here all day and make the case for Caleb Williams. I've tried to a little bit this week. But... They're going down. I'm telling you, they're going to lose either to UCLA or Notre Dame or even both games. Yeah, oh, wow. very possible. Very possible. Oh. His numbers have been amazing, and I mean, I said this earlier, I was joking around, Lincoln Riley should call the Colorado staff this week and say, look, I want to apologize in advance, I want Caleb to win the Heisman, so we're going to score 70, and he's going to have eight touchdowns. Sorry, I'm just going to get it out there. Next time you're in L.A., well, I'll take you wherever you want for dinner, whatever. But um, his numbers have been great, but I'm, I'm with you. He's kind of up against it here down the stretch. The numbers that have been great for somebody that's not getting enough respect is Drake May Dave, for North yeah. Carolina. Have you seen 31 touchdowns, three interceptions? And he's ran. I don't think people will understand this. He's ran for over 500 yards. If he's playing in the Big Ten or, or the SEC, he might be the Heisman favorite, yeah. especially with North Carolina only having one loss. But obviously, Caleb Williams, the, the West Coast, you know, you know, East Coast bias, he doesn't get the play even though he's at USC like he probably should. Another great example of schizophrenic Notre Dame. Notre Dame beat them. Do whatever they yep. wanted in offense. Yeah. Uh, great Worst job. Worst in the final there, up 25 yeah. in the fourth quarter. Gave up a couple of garbage touchdowns. Okay. Yeah. yeah, great job, Brad. Appreciate it. Continued success. Take care, guys. There you go. Thanks, Brad. Brad Powers. BradPowersports.com. The other thing, the game tonight, I don't understand the move here. So I was against La- Lafayette from the get-go, okay. right? Yeah. Troy to win the I Sun Belt. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you lose Napier. They blew a 17-0 lead late at home against Troy. And now they have the short turnaround. They're getting ready for Georgia Southern. I don't. Under, I don't. I don't. I want to go against Lafayette the rest of the year. I missed that too. That was a horrific beat. Brad telling us during the break, you're getting three and a half. It's seventeen nothing. You're at home with a minute left in the third quarter, and then Troy's lining up to kick the game-winning field goal. They're going to. Yeah, let's run, run more play. The kid houses it. The yeah. cover. So score the touchdown. I was panicking last week because they. I gave up on that game. Down seventeen because of yeah. future bets on Troy, and then I got the news with um, McCall in Coastal Carolina. I'm like, wait a second yeah. here. I was set up beautifully to have those two teams meet, and now it's like, okay, he's hurt. He's going to be out for the rest of the regular season. Troy was down huge. I'm like, I can't even look at the score anymore. And then somehow I looked at the end of the game. I'm like, wait a second. They came back and won, and then yeah. they covered on top of it. Yeah, now, now the Sun Belt's off the board in some spots, but yeah, uh, Troy should be. Should, well, I don't want to. So you want to go Southern Huge tonight? Huge win for Troy, but yeah, like plus, Southern. Plus the points? Yeah.
All right. Up next here, follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, is it uh, for real? Is it Fugazi? Are five or six guys truly live to win this? We will kick it around coming up next. is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get up to VEASAN.com, check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see changes in the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Betting splits another way. VEASAN's here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Go to VEASAN.com. Mitch Moss and Polly Howard are here to make you a friend of ours. That would mean you were made, guy. Investigating what is and isn't legit. Assessor Fugazi. Assessor Fugazi, you looked at it for two seconds. Seeing through the lines to make you a better better. I know you know. And I know, you know, I know, you know. The FTM Army is being sent for. In our thing, you get sent for, you go in alive, you come out dead, and it's your best friend that does These two wise guys would never steer you wrong. Forget about it. This is Real or Fugazi on Follow the Money. Oh, man. A little chest hair, huh? A little ball yeah. charge. Yeah. Yeah, little little Elvis action. Yeah. All right. All right, up first here, Paulie. The NFL Coach of the Year is a great race, and at least five or six guys are live to the award. Is that real or Fugazi? First part's real. Second part's Fugazi. Uh, it's a good race, but it's not that deep, and the Eagles are going to go 15-2. and two. But I still, it's going to be all about Sirianni and a twenty-five favorite in some spots. It's Sirianni or Carroll. Now what if what if Seattle can't get to eleven wins, twelve? Right? Because huh. I just think you can't. Because to me, it's they're, they're winning. Worst case, I say the Eagles go fourteen and three. Yeah. I, well, here I thought you were scoffing at seventeen and zero recently. I thought you were going to go twenty and zero for this team. I can't get there. Okay, but seventeen. So you, you, there's no path for O'Connell. No, he is blocked by Sirianni. There's blocked. there's no path for Brian Dable. Uh there's a path, but they're not. They're, they're going to start losing games. I'll give you another. They haven't played the Eagles. They're going to lose to the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. You need to be careful with this yeah. because I'll give you one other guy who's absolutely live, in my opinion. That's Robert Sala. Well, if, they, if they win 11 games. Well, if they win a Leah, well. Well, they have six already. Yeah. Well, it's still they're plus money to make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, which you can't I mean, believe. I mean. Yeah, right. Yeah. The total's nine. Yeah. I, I, I just, I still think, is Mike McDaniel out of it? No. I, you can't say he's out of it. I think he has not, not how Tua's played. Of course not. Well, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, so I, makes, I, so he makes some questionable decisions. But I mean, what, what are we talking though? What, winning the division? What, how many wins? Well, I mean, if Tua does this, uh, he doesn't get hurt again, and he puts up just crazy numbers, and it's Hill and Waddle, and they don't miss, a, and they get better. Um, and what if the Eagles do slip a little bit? What if it is you know fourteen and three? That that means they're going to lose what three out of their next? What have they have played so far? Eight games. 
So they have nine left. If they finish like six and three, that'll be disappointing down the stretch. Or if they would go five and four, uh, this thing completely opens up then, in my opinion. Well, that, that's a big that's if. A, I can't see that. I think yeah. they're, they're so damn good. Um, okay, real or fugazi? People, our viewers, people, the audience would be shocked to learn exactly how many casinos have been and are robbed in Las Vegas. Real or fugazi? And it happened last night. Oh, you mean like they would have no idea? But be shocked that it by the number. How many times it? You're right. Uh, I'm sure that I'm sure that that's real. I think people would be shocked by the. Yeah. Well, what happened last night? Because I don't even. It know was the there was a place this. down the street where the alleged, uh, according to reports, the high limit cage was hit, and the guy had to scoot, and like a lot of ground to cover, where it was out by the valet and what he was able to do with the high limit. Well, there there was also a stretch, uh, probably what a decade ago, where it was happening, like that. I mean, it happened over at one place off the strip. Then it happened at one of the. Five star spots on the strip, and I mean it was just, Iron Man, the guy on a motorcycle, the Bellagio. That's absolutely right. Yeah, it was happening constantly. You had Pigman, Pigman. Right? They Bellagio showed Bellagio as well. Another they, one they at the Bellagio the, the jewelry store. Yeah, they had the pig face. Oh, they tr- left the keys in the car. I, Paul, I, I, my my guess is there is a lot of activity on the strip that locals yeah. here, us, we have no idea that happens on a daily basis. Oh yeah. Oh, the suicides. No, that never gets reported. Oh, yeah. but that's one no, they, thing. They don't. They will oh, not report that. quiet. Right. But the yeah. uh, um, there was a great tweet about casinos are robbed, and it happens more than you think. But you re- you never get away with it, or what we want maybe yeah. once or twice. Right. And the yeah. guy, what that guy did at the Stardust a long time ago. You can Google that story. Okay. Uh, there is a very real possibility that the first three picks in the NFL draft will all be quarterbacks. Real or fugazi? Hmm. Yeah, I think you have something there. Yeah, that's real. I could see. Now, what's the order? I don't. That that's another tough question too. And that uh, that updated the go number one overall. Is so, you know, because you're big on Levis, but that's he's he's, he's polarizing lately. right now. Right? He's slipping right now. But uh, Stroud remains the favorite. Bryce Young is up there. Yeah. You do have Levis, who was recently five to one. He's down to fifteen to one right now. Um, Will Anderson is a non-quarterback, obviously. Yeah. He's going to be in the mix. Jalen Carter as well from Georgia. But I will say this right now, the top three in the draft order, and this will certainly change, but it goes Houston, Carolina, and Las Vegas. If there's a prop up and that's the top three and it's uh, reasonable, I would say absolutely Houston will go quarterback. Carolina will no doubt go quarterback. And Las Vegas, in my opinion, they have to go quarterback. Well, they should, but they won't. Right? Yeah. I'm with you too. Yep. Real or Fugazi. A lot of people can do what Andrew Whitworth is, d- d- did. And he told Dan Lebetard he, he did eight double stacks at Wendy's. Real Fugazi. I think the number of uh, ordinary Joes off the street who are not big fellas would surprise right. all, everybody right. that, uh, hey, you know what, I can probably whack down four or five of those. Yeah, so I think that... I, I was mean, educated on this, too. Remember the Finau thing? Finau won a golf tournament, and he did like he went to McDonald's and got like an insane amount of food. Yeah, because I put it down, no problem. Oh yeah, and no. people said I can do that. I'm not even a big guy, and and then they, they said if there's no time constraint, right, you can whack down I, all this food. My godfather's best friend. This is years ago, or I mean, I'm talking 20, 25 years ago. Um, he was legendary. He would go to McDonald's just to impress people. He would whack down six Big Macs. Not a big guy. Oh come on, six Big Macs like nothing. Oh wow. And so, I mean, again, like you would, you would never be able to pick the guy out of a lineup. Like, oh, I think that that he's, you know, clearly that guy could do it. No, you wouldn't know. 
Don Long. He did six yeah. Big Macs? Six Big Macs in a setting, no problem. Wow, just to impress crazy. people, yeah. And then they would hear about it. I like, go, I want to see it. Okay, I'll go, let's go to McDonald's. I'll whack it down now. It's like a guy counting cards. <laughs> yeah. You want to see the... Well, we used to have the... the, um, yeah. the what, what was that deal at Arby's for a long time? Was it five for five? Sounds about right. Yeah, so I would go to Arby's with my buddy. He said, you want to get the five for five? I'm like, yeah, for sure. Well, I'll get two. You, you say, no, I'm going to get five. I've told you this before. Yeah. I He was finishing his first sandwich. I was still on my first bite. He would whack down... He. He's the fastest eater I've ever seen in my life. I'm not kidding. Chestnut has nothing on this guy. The waitress story. The, many times. Yeah. Many times the waitress would bring the food, come back around a couple of minutes later, she would look like, what is it? Did you drop it? What happened? He's like, no, no, that's I. it's gone. Yeah. You know, I have bad manners because I, I, I eat too no. fast. Right. I eat yeah. too fast. You know why I eat fast? Because in my house, my mom says you can't watch TV until, until you, you clean until your done. plate. Yeah. So I'd shovel it in. Yeah, I can. I want to get back to watch the game. I can eat extremely fast. The problem is I don't. I'm not full yet. So I just like like this, and then ten yeah. minutes later, I'm like, my God, why did I eat that much food? Yeah. Uh, Real or fugazi, uh, working five four day weeks is better than taking one straight week off. One more time. Working five four day weeks is better than taking one straight week off. So you you know working uh, a regular okay. five day a work uh, a no. week shift and you get a week of vacation. No, no fugazi, no fugazi. I thought yesterday we were gonna go and give me the four. You want the you want the four twelves? Well, four tens. Four I mean? tens, yeah, for the sure. The four tens. That should oh, that be the sign me up for that. The four tens over the five eights. Yes, it makes makes much more. Not sense. Not even close. The guy at the cage across the street, the Golden Gate, does the uh, he does that, but he goes he's got twelves. I think he does four twelves. He's upper management. When he does, yeah, he goes. I don't know when I'm getting on here. It depends on how busy it is. Get but the three day weekend. Yeah, I huge. used to. I when I was very young, I used to work three twelves, and I'd have the rest of the week off. The problem was it was a eleven p.m. to eleven a.m. I lasted a month. Oh my! I would I would fall asleep on the drive home every single day. I'm like, this is nuts. Yeah, yeah. The kid, the kids on this shift too. We took a bad beat with the the daylight savings. Oh yeah, <laughs> he had to work the extra hour. Tough. That's we know right. a guy in radio had to do that. His four-hour shift, now he's got to do five, five with hour, the time yeah. change. Yep. Tough beat. It's good. Yep. Uh, we could do an hour on just robberies in Las Vegas. I mean, that story, the, that guy who robbed the Bellagio with the motorcycle mask, jumped on the bike, and then would he was staying at the hotel and bragging about it. Yeah. And, it, you know, he's like a poker player. I think his dad was a judge. That thing had everything. Who's the guy? Wasn't there somebody who showed up in a trench coat at the New York, New York as well, like top of the stairs? Well, that was a shooting. Was that a shoot? But that was yeah, it that both, was or was that only a shooting? Day, yeah. Okay, I thought that was maybe a combination of the two. I mean, it has happened quite a bit where you're just like, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. Um, <laughs> all right, it is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Again, great job by everybody behind the glass here working on uh, this show and uh, segments like that. Thursday Night Football preview with player props coming up. Uh, this game could play out the exact opposite way their first meeting went only two weeks ago. And we'll run down some of the uh, expectations for tonight and numbers latest uh, with those players involved in the game. Coming up here and Follow the Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. 
$20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money, spelled K-A-L-S-H-I, and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance, and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of MovieFone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something... I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Fall sports in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sports book your home. All the latest lines, odds, and boosts, whether it's football, hockey, or basketball. Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new pro- their new promotions like Tuesday hockey, first goal insurance, Sunday football parlay insurance. Over 300 different ways to bet the football game tonight. Head to betrivers.com or download the app. Bet Rivers, it's a whole new game. This is a tweet from uh, Tom Sawicki. You can also. Uh... Get involved by uh, reaching out to the show at VSIN Live, at Mitch Moss Radio, at Paulie Howard on Twitter. Tom says that Wendy's would not let him hit for the cycle back in college. A Dave single, double, and triple the large fry and Diet Coke in one setting. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. When I went, when I was in college, it's uh, out here, it's uh, Carl's Jr. Yep. In the Midwest, it's Hardee's. 
they would sell like burgers for 25 cents. And we go in and get bags of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're college. We, you know, of course. And we just unleash hell. And I was a fat boy. I mean, I did uh, eight junior bacons from Wendy's back in. I did three foot-long subs in one sitting during March Madness after, you know, alcohol well, was involved. That's the gold but medal right there. Yeah. You did that back to back to back. Yeah. One setting, three. I did three foot-long subs. That's impressive. Could you do one and a half today? God, no. No way. I mean, that's like seven. That's a t- the age. You know, I don't. I don't drink anymore. I mean, that yeah. was eighty-five pounds ago, too. Yeah, I mean, I was two fifty. I was a beast. You, yeah. I was in the mosh pit at Tool. You couldn't move me. I would set up camp in my oh. front row. You just and you crushed it with the ladies too. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I was a sight. Boy, I was a troll. Unbelievable. Um, okay, so what do you think of the game tonight? Atlanta's what? now laying two and a half. Well, what I think is what you said at the top of the show. The last meeting was a total fluke as far as I'm concerned. Atlanta, 30th in passing, top five rushing attack. Carolina, 28th in passing. You know, good point, too, about the Walker props, which we'll get to the weather in a second. I don't know. Does he get pulled again? And does it get out of control? I mean, how much is this coming from the top with Tepper saying, I still want to tank and help out with the draft pick? I don't know. Um, But with 30-mile-per-hour wins in – 80% 80% chance of rain, this thing could go sideways. But to me, I, I want the rushing props over, you know, how great Foreman's been and what Atlanta does in Patterson and, and where their passing attack's at. But combined with the weather and the elements, I think that's how it plays out anyways. We're just run, run, run. I think Atlanta wins the game. They get to 5-5. Five and five. It becomes very interesting in that division. Their adjusted win total seven and 7.5. But I want the Patterson props. And I, I want the, all the passing props under. Good, you know, this house is going to play out, and uh, the weather's going to be a big story. Yeah, here are some of the numbers overall on Patterson and this Panthers defense. Last week in his return, Patterson, a team-high 13 carries, had two rushing touchdowns. So they are using him much more as a standard running back than like um, you know a modern-day running back now where he was so good last year as a dual threat. Well, he has as many uh, rushing touchdowns this year as he does receptions, which is impossible to believe. And then two weeks ago... When he missed the game, it was Huntley and it was Algier, and each of those running backs had more than 85 combo yards in that game. Plus now, I know it was the best, so the numbers are going to be a little bit, uh, I don't know if misleading is the right word, or certainly adjusted because of what happened to Mixon last, last week when he went for a buck 53 and four touchdowns. But on the year now, the Panthers have allowed the fourth most rushing yards and fifth most rushing touchdowns to running backs. So you would think, again, Patterson tonight would be the angle. I'm looking at the weather right now um, at kickoff. It's calling for 70% chance of rain by, you know, we're talking halftime, maybe third quarter. It gets into 80% chance of rain and wind. That's not the be-all, end-all, but it's right. It's the wind. Yeah, the wind. Huge. Coupled, yeah. Rain coupled with that wind. Watch out. Sure. Uh, Foreman now, here's the deal, too. Uh-huh. So when they played a couple of weeks ago, Foreman had 118 yards and three touchdowns. And then, you know, I was all about Eckler last week, but the Falcons did a great job, and they allowed a couple of touchdowns there. But they really, and Eckler was a little bit banged up, but they limited Eckler and did a, a fantastic job of slowing him down. And a lot of times when a team allows a, a player to go off like that and they face him again, like they, they will completely adjust and they'll know what the problem was and they'll have a chance to fix it. After all, Foreman, um, he was the only running back to reach 70 yards on the ground this year against the Falcons. So that was it. So that, I think, yeah. was another fluke there. The Walker passing props, again, hundred. It's in the 170 range. Um, when they met, he threw for 317. 
Well, if you take that game away, he's averaging like a buck 30 plus and 0.6 touchdowns per game. So there's a very real possibility that he plays poorly here mm-hmm. and uh, could get yanked. Well, why would you want to throw two if it's going to be that bad? Yeah. Considering you have a solid rushing attack, both teams, especially and that's what Atlanta wants to do anyways. Atlanta, play, Atlanta has played six straight unders on Thursday night, and Patterson had the, the four or five uh, stretch with the scoring a touchdown. So you have that too. You go under seven and a half first quarter. You go with no score first five and a half, six and a half. You can go sacks under four and a half. How about field goals under? I mean, that's another. If, if you want to maybe a, a aggressive coach with Atlanta and Smith, do you Coop, Coop, uh, missed a chippy last week? Yeah. They, uh, they came back to bite him. But do you want to? Well, they've actually. Kicking the elements. That would be the angle here, I think, obviously. And if it's, we got to see how windy it's going to be in the game, too. But um, 46 and a half is the longest field goal on the board tonight. The under is minus 120. That one kind of caught my eye. However, there is this note about Koo and the Falcons. They've actually. Um, they have the least amount of fourth down attempts this season. So that he does settle for the points once in a while. And um, if they get in range and they're capable of putting these drives together, but Carolina's good at slowing them down, then, you know, maybe like a 48 yeah. yarder could be like, okay, yeah, it's not that windy right now. We'll take our chances. He can hit this in the rain, no problem. Might be a little bit scared because he, maybe he doesn't go for it on fourth and two, for example. But if the Falcons get this game. Watch out then. Yet you're five and five. They're plus three twenty to win the division. You can't trust Tampa Bay. You have winnable games coming up: Chicago at home, at Washington, Pittsburgh at New Orleans, at Baltimore. We'll give them a loss. Arizona at home, winnable. You close with Tampa at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to mention eight and nine can get it done here. And whoop de damn do the Buccaneers won a game. Well, McVeigh had a big hand in that. And how they helped them out in that game. What did Tampa do? I mean, they didn't do anything offensively. No, they, they, they got a huge break right. to win the game. I can't believe they're laying three in Germany. But uh, nevertheless, I mean, this is over seven and a half. Playoffs plus 180. It's right there for Atlanta. And I, this, this NFC is a mess. About, you know, back when you see, I mean, you're running out of teams to make a case for after yeah. San Francisco. When you look at it in that range. Because yeah, the, the Rams play Arizona. Losers definitely finished. I mean, Atlanta's got a lot of winnable games coming up. Yep. So they they flashed the um, the weather forecast on the screen a minute ago. Great job, uh, guys. And so eleven miles an hour. That's if it's if that's the forecast and that's actually what's that's not that bad. That's manageable. But I still don't like a player like Kyle Pitts. Although Pitts had his best game of the year against the, uh, the Panthers a couple of weeks back. I don't. They just. Well, I, I'm, I, I'm very disappointed with how they use the guy. Well, you have to be. He's a top five pick. Yeah. I mean, you got you got to let him eat. I would like doesn't to make see, any sense. Carolina is actually pretty decent against tight ends, but so maybe this goes beyond this game. I want to see Kyle Pitts be the focal point of the offense in one game, where it's like, okay, we clearly have an edge with this guy. Uh, he's not even a tight end; he's a wide receiver, and we can get him a lot of looks here and really just exploit the defense in the matchup. And where he's like, okay, you're going to get 14 targets today. You're going to eat like crazy, and you're going to go nuts. Can you show it to us one time by the end of the year, please? This is now, he's a year and a half into his career. It, it feels like it was a total waste. Yeah. Doesn't and, make any sense. And then to go back to back with him in London, and it's like, no, all about the running game. Man, frustrating at times. Mm-hmm. I, Patterson got, he has to be able to get 60 yards rushing. I mean, I think he got to get 60 yards. Yep. Okay, this right? is, uh, it's time for the pro Very tip. good. Okay, Explain this, this now, Paulie. I reached out and I spoke with our old friend, Alan Boston, yesterday. One of the best to ever do it in college basketball. 
uh, pro better. It's unfortunate. He lives five minutes from Foxwoods. When we were there, he was sick. He was sick. Come on. Can you believe that? So, picking his brain for the pro tip. Non-conference games are like a puzzle. You have to piece it together and don't overreact to one result. He brought up the example of Coppin State. Like, don't overreact. Why'd they lose? Well, the team they played was lights out from three. And they good, well-coached team. And typical cop and stake, they bounced back and they were right there and, and had the overtime game against Georgetown. Uh-huh. So the pro tip today from Allen Boston, it's like a puzzle. Piece it together. Don't overreact to one result. And a lot of crazy things can happen in non-conference games. Several reasons. You know, why did they lose? You know, maybe a team was hot from three. Maybe it was a big home court advantage. The familiarity, young players, new cast of players. A lot, several factors go into it. Well, it's going to be like this. I mean... The state of college basketball today, compared to it was even a couple of years ago with the transfer portal, you need to give give these teams a little bit of time to get used to playing with each other in actual games. Yeah, forget about the practice when they're actually out there playing yeah. games and after tip off, it's like okay, this is a totally different ball game. Now. Yeah, but I love his cop and state example too, uh, which he gave because he said they would bounce back and they did. Yeah, they were big dogs. Uh, that's the pro tip every hour available for subscribers only at vsin.com and you do twenty a day. Up next. More on the game tonight and uh, Week 10 games. Former NFL player and current VEASAN host Mike Pritchard will join the program. He is unhappy with what happened this week. Here, who pissed him off? Coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. 
Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.